Hey everyone, this is my brother Michael. My brother Adam. We're the Sharp Brothers. You're listening to Mentoring for the Modern Musician. Hey everyone. Welcome. Welcome back. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome back to Mentoring, Mentoring for, for the, the Modern, modern musician. musician. We are truly grateful truly to have grateful you back. To, and, that, and that people are listening and, and, and digging on this. Yeah, we noticed, we actually noticed that, that we've got some, uh, some new listeners in in the UK and, and in Sweden, yeah, I like that. That's Absolutely. awesome. Uh, and so, Very cool. to to you guys, but also to anybody else on the podcast, make sure make sure to reach out to us, please. Right? Let us yeah. let us know what you think. And, and yeah, if uh, you have anything you want us to talk about, or somebody you want us to reach out to, or yeah. a, you know, an area of the industry that we haven't covered, yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, we'd love to do that. Anything that needs clarifying. Our whole purpose here. That's our special purpose. That's our purpose to clarify and. Absolutely. Help everybody have a more positive outlook on their career. Actionable tools that will help you Actionable have a better time. Tools. Not like well said, randomly well thought, said. talking about random things that we think, <laughs> you know, it seems, I just think that. Uh, no, exactly. Who cares what you think, Adam? Right. <laughs> <laughs> What's the real? Exactly. We want it. What we want to do is to keep giving you those actionable tools. Yes. On an, uh, an industry that changes sometimes on the daily. Yes. And make sure that you're up to date. Yep. And that you're not spinning your wheels and wasting your time. Yeah, or or, right? or, or acting on a false premise Absolutely. from some movie, music movie that you saw. <laughs> you're like, well, what happens is, or a book that you read that's ten years out of date. Yes. Or right. in, like you said, in this industry, that's six weeks out of date. <laughs> exactly. Oh no, it doesn't work that way anymore. Oh right, we're not doing that anymore. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So, given that. Uh, the the topic that we sort of have decided to talk to you about today is, is not letting your career be on cruise control. Well, and really that leads us into don't let anything be on cruise control. Absolutely. And we have this, don't we all sort of have this image in our life that at some point we could just push a button and all we have to really do is maybe steer? And we get there. Right, and we're just there. <sighs> we're at that level. I'm there now. Now we don't have to do anything anymore. And you, what do you do? You sit down. Someone hands you a remote. <laughs> <laughs> People bring you snacks, maybe some peanuts exactly. and some little Absolutely. peanuts with raisins. I wish to watch Game of Thrones. <laughs> exactly. Whew, I've arrived now. I've arrived. I don't have Man. to do anything anymore. Took me a long time to get here, but now I'm exactly. That doesn't happen, people. It's I don't know if you guys know this or not, <laughs> and I hope I'm not bumming you out. But if it's not me alone, it would be Michael too. Exactly. That we'd be we would kind of bum you up together. But that's not how in stereo. This works. Yeah, it's not really how any of it works. And by this, I mean this. If you could see right. my hand swirling it's around just sort the whole of world, swirling the world. Like this isn't how this works. There is no cruise control. You're not done. Right. And and that that is sometimes a novel idea to yeah. hear. It can be great and uplifting. Um. And some for some people it's real scary because right. that's not something they've ever considered. Right. And it isn't completely true that you can't have your life on cruise control. Oh, you you can. You can. You, can. you just are, are going to be less successful than those around you who don't. And I would argue it is a bad idea. I totally. It's you're not. It's not going to. It you doesn't do lead it. to happiness. It does not lead to happiness. It doesn't lead to fulfillment. It does not lead to. It fulfillment. doesn't lead to more money. It doesn't lead to more money. It doesn't lead to you know better relationships or no, uh, you know or a better you know career. If, if or, you have an image in your head of good stuff, 
What's the good <laughs> stuff that you like? Right. Just think of it all. Just get a think good of whatever picture, it is. Whatever it is. What's okay, that's, that good stuff? That's the good stuff. That's the good stuff pile. And then on the other side, you can have, it's not necessarily bad stuff, but it's just like stuff that's not. Unfortunate stuff. Un, is it unfortunate? Unfortunate. It's definitely stuff that's not, that you don't like. Yeah, stuff um, that yeah. doesn't make you feel good. Right. Or even if it's just like sort of unfulfilled. Or stuff in your life that's kind of like the stuff in your fridge where you go, what's that? <laughs> and you sniff it, you go, what is this stuff? No idea. I don't even remember this stuff. I don't even remember that okay, plate. So then How'd circle that, circle that. Okay. On the side where the good stuff is, exactly. you never get there on cruise control. You just don't. Let's say you're going to L.A. Okay. We're going can, to L.A. You could put on cruise control for a while. Sure, through the desert. Right. At a, at a certain point, though, you're going to want to take an exit <laughs> to get into the city, and you can't. You got to take cruise control off. Or you're going to go in the ocean. Or you're going to smash into somebody, exactly. right? You've never been to L.A.? <laughs> Remember the traffic out there? It's crazy. <laughs> Well, I'm thinking, you know, just imaginary L.A. where there's right. no cars. The imaginary L.A., like we saw in that movie exactly. that we're basing our life on, right? <laughs> and then you put it on cruise control, you just drive right into the ocean. Right into the ocean. I remember that movie. Absolutely. That was Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> that wasn't L.A.? What are you talking about? No, that was, was not that L.A. Was that L.A.? No, that was not L.A. That was, uh, that's the Hamptons in New York. Oh, the Hamptons. <laughs> exactly. Not, exactly. not Hampton where we are. No, 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 not... <laughs> Not Hampton, New Hampshire. Not Hampton, New Hampshire, right. No, definitely not Hampton Beach. Yeah, exactly. So, and why do we talk about this? And what exactly is it that we mean about not having any cruise control? Right. It's about remembering on a daily, moment-to-moment basis yes. that you are intentionally making choices. Yes. Right? Whether you are, you know, but conscious of that. You're making choices anyway. Choice. It's just like me fumbling for words right now, trying to find the vocabulary that it's, I know is in there. That is a choice Michael has made <laughs> exactly. by not sleeping enough and perhaps not having enough coffee there today. There might not be enough coffee in there. I don't know. Exactly. But so let's just start breaking it down a little yeah, bit. So, okay. so, so we've, we've laid the premise that right. having things on cruise control, your life, your friendships, your career, whatever. Your creativity. Your creativity. Your songwriting, your touring. Your, and if you know if you're not if you're not a musician if you just love a musician right right or you're somebody you're somebody's manager who's in the industry yeah. right or you are a booking agent or well I'm gonna a, back up there any good I booking cannot agent, imagine any manager ever even thinking in their head no they wouldn't that cr- only a musician would think that only managers right. managers booking agents don't they're think the ones that. trying to think of a gentle way to tell you not to be on <laughs> cruise control right <laughs> managers aren't on cruise control <laughs> no exactly all right so. Pretty much in just people who love a musician. Yeah. Right? All of your life is going to be better if it's if you are if you are really paying attention and being an active participant yes. on the daily. Yes. Right? So your relationships. Right? It, you're you know, you're in that, you know, I was gonna say power pop trio, but that probably doesn't even exist anymore, right? <laughs> you're you're recording as a power pop trio in your house. In your house. Because you got some person. loops. You got some loops. You got some loops from Loop Loft right, that are amazing. You got logic. You got the, logic. The drummers on there are amazing. 28 drummers in logic now. They're awesome. And you can tell them what to do. It's they way easier. They show up on time. But at some point, you're going to have a relationship yes. with somebody that's going to be a part of your career. Yeah. Right? And whether that's your manager, your you know, your booking agent. Your, your bandmates, bandmates, if you have a band. You're a publicist. Well, look, if you're going to go out there and you're not going to play the tracks, 
right? Right. You're going to have a bandmate. And if you are going to play the tracks, you're probably going to still tour with somebody who's going to help make sure that that doesn't go wrong. Right. Somebody who's maybe a merch person or exactly. maybe a DJ or... Exactly. Well, and you're certainly going to be playing for people in the audience who get referred to as fans. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Well, so when you're... Well, that's a whole other thing. That, you got that a relation- Talking about fans is a whole different relationship. I know. You and I... With- you and I have have differing. That's a, that's a whole other thing. So you're just talking about the people that are that you're working with. Okay. Let's say that you are a solo artist and you are touring with somebody who helps out with sound and sells merch. Okay. For you, I'm there. What are we driving? You gotta thank them every day. Yes. You thank gotta them. let them know how important right. they are to your career right. and your well-being right. on a daily basis. Yes. So here's what, it, here's what it looks like in the movies. In the <laughs> movies, what it looks like is the artist is like, you know, maybe drunk. Probably. Or at least hungover. Right. Yeah. Right? Kind of short and a jerk to people around right. them. But Not everybody, physically short. But, no, no. You know, like, but like short-tempered. Exactly. And everybody around them loves them and admires right. them. Even though they're kind of rough around the edges. Exactly. And they don't. They take everybody but, for granted. But we understand you because you're an artist. artist. And then what happens is maybe in Love Actually, remember the the, yeah, the rock star? Yeah, like, absolutely. So Bill Nye. Bill, Bill Nye. And, and at some point, 30 years down the road, you find yourself at Elton John's after party and you decide you don't want to be there because you want to be with your fat, ugly manager. Because that's who you... Your real your, friend... The love of your life really was. Is your manager. And then he says thank you like for the first time in 30 years. Right. And... And we as artists think that's an acceptable way to be a human. When people were selling millions and millions of albums and that manager was making <laughs> hundreds of thousands of dollars <laughs> right. from those sales, Fine. you could maybe get away with that. I would still argue bad bad form. Bad form. But bad you could form, still probably get away with but it. But you could get away from get away with it. Uh, you can't do that in this no. year's, in this in, in this world's economy now. No, in, in this in the in, 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 in the climate in the, of this industry. Right. In the modern music industry. And again, we would certainly argue it was never a, a good idea. On a personal level, you know, being a jerk. Never a great idea. Never, never a great plan. Although we're all going to do it. Of course. Right? I don't, looking back to see if I've done that today yet. If Not I, to me. but I haven't to you yet. <laughs> right? <laughs> we, got a, we got a lot of podcasts. But I didn't drive about. in with you, so. <laughs> I, I, I certainly didn't do it intentionally. And exactly. if I did, I'm going to try to say I'm sorry later Absolutely. on. Right? But. But like that's never a good thing to lead with. But exactly. it used to be acceptable. So you can't just take that those relationships for for granted. Right. Right. So cruise control and taking for granted are synonyms. Yeah. Like we're using these as the same right. idea. It feels the same. They are. Where you just sort of you know, there's somebody you know like they've always, you know, run merch for me. I've never thanked them. Right. But I pay them. But you know, I, I mean, right. so that's so my what? thank. That's, so you know, what? Right. That's my gratitude. So right what there. if you pay them? Exactly. Say thank you anyway. Exactly. Right? right? They're going to represent you better if yes. they're feeling happier. Yeah. Right? They are going to, you know, have an easier time talking to the sound person that you're working with. They're going to feel... They're going to have an easier time talking to the people who are coming to your merch table. They're going to feel better about what they're doing Absolutely. with you, which means they're having a better time. They're going to work harder. You're going to sound better. Right? Right. I mean, I mean it's, sort exactly. of, it's sort of a no-brainer. Absolutely. Don't be a jerk. Exactly. And and when we're talking about band, uh, I remember years ago watching when Melissa Etheridge first came out, and and she was, I don't want to make it sound like I'm like this old timer, like she was, I was still a kid when I saw her do this interview, (laughs) where she did this interview where she's introducing the people in her band. Right. Oh, I remember this. And she 
every person every person that she introduces, she goes, this is the most important member of the band. This is my bass player. Most he, important member of the he's band. He's the most important member of the band. Then, oh, this is my drummer. Most important member of the band. This right. is my guitar player. Most important. And it was a joke. Everybody thought it was cool. But she was doing a cool thing, right? She, exactly. She was, she was letting everybody know that the people that she was working with were important and meant something to her. And she wasn't taking them for granted. And much like Soylent Green, they were people. They were people, <laughs> exactly. It's an obscure right? reference. You guys it can is. look that up. Soylent Green. People. Okay. So how does this translate to your fan base? Right. Right? We all, uh, well, many of us sort of grew up with this image of growing a fan base that at some point, they just, they're just a faceless crowd. Faceless crowd. They just like loving you know, and adoring you. And they got they hold signs up right. outside your mansion with they the gate. Name people after you. And as they're opening the gate, children after and your you, driver and drives you in, they're like, oh my god, and like pressing their noses exactly. against the glass. And you're like, right, Think of like that that movie with Rockstar with with uh, with Mark Wahlberg, <laughs> right, where he replaces the guy yes, and they're yeah. famous, and they're all like waiting outside, and he pulls in his Batmobile car and right, like, hey, adoration, fine, okay, and look, if that ever happens for you. Awesome. Do me a favor. If that ever happens for you... Please email us. Email us. We will have you on the podcast. Well, absolutely. If you want to be. It, and no. then you can rock star us all you want, and they'll, that's cool. They'll, we'll, they'll of course, want us they'll want to be on the podcast. They can, and we'll come to your place. We'll come to your mansion, you go, exactly. see all your screaming fans. Absolutely. So that we're not... Great. That's fine. For the rest of us, um, and certainly for lots of the artists that we're working with currently, and, mm -hmm. and, and who have growing, exponentially growing fan bases... Mm -hmm. Well, let's remember that the people who are fans happen to be people. They're people first. Right? Who are right. fans of your music. Exactly. And for that, they deserve an unbelievably good show. Mm -hmm. They deserve quality art. Always. They deserve for you to take care of yourself so that you can continue yes. giving positive art and Absolutely. real art to them. They spent money. They, first, they made a decision they were going to come see you. Right. Then they spent money. To come to come to, and see come to you. your show, then they followed through with that decision, and they probably brought a friend, and they probably brought a friend. Okay, so when you meet them at the merch table, or a few, because you're going to be at the merch table after. When you meet them at the merch table, look them in the eye and listen to the words they say to you, and thank them. And then, if you do this over and over again enough, not on cruise control, mm -hmm. you get to experience this. Wow, holy cow, this is a really cool person. Like, exactly. I, I would want to have coffee with this person if I lived in this town. Absolutely. And they came to my show. This is so cool. Then you actually get to feel, you're not pretending to be grateful now. Right. You, by accident, without your own permission, became grateful. And this is one of the ways that people develop super fans. Yes. Is by making those connections, yep. remembering that your fans are people. And yeah. then you get them to show up to more than one show. Okay, so let's go to solo artists for a second. Yes. When you're touring as a solo artist... Mm -hmm. Is there anything lonelier? <laughs> no. I don't know if there is. I don't think there is. No. Maybe working in a toll booth. Yeah, but even then you go home. You could home. see people. You can go home. You could yell out to hey. see them. Look, here's the thing. If you're on the road as a solo artist, you don't go home to somebody you know. So what does this mean? This means that the people who are your fans, the people who come out to your shows, they're your community. Mm -hmm. They're your hope. <laughs> right? They're the ones that you get to have dinner with after right. the show, that you get to have coffee with, that when you come back again in six months right. or nine months or as you get bigger exactly. every year, they're consistency for you. Right. So you're actually helping yourself out if you remember. Yeah. Real and simple look, thing. Treat them like a human. And look, and again, if, if you are fortunate enough 
to get to the level where that personal interaction doesn't occur anymore, that's fine. But you can right. still you can still make sure that the people that you are interacting with at that level feel like it's a personal connection. And the right. only way to be able to do that is to authentically have done it when right. you're on your way up. Right. 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 Exactly. So you do what you know, BB King till the day he stopped touring. He would stay after the show and meet everybody who was there who wanted to meet him. Who wanted to meet him and take pictures and shake hands and mm-hmm. sign autographs. Every single he was how old was he? I don't know. When he passed remember. away. It, it, I want to say he was 80, maybe more. Yeah. And and he was he was just still grateful for the people coming out to see him at the show. Okay, so at this point, I've just got to do this. He's going to do it. we got to find out. How old was B.B. King when he died? That's Michael talking to Siri. B.B. King died May 14, 2015 at age 89 in Las Vegas. He was 89 years old. 89. Right? And he was still playing. He was still playing, and he was still meeting with fans. Exactly. And, I mean, yes, he was also legend and, right, exactly. and had that amazing voice and right, had that exactly. skill. But look, let's let's break it down to early on. We'll talk about talk about somebody now who wouldn't possibly have time to do that, Taylor Swift. Right. Right? When she first started touring around with Nathan Chapman, yep. who was her producer, yep. she would stay after the show and sign autographs and shake hands with yep. everybody who wanted to until everybody was gone. Exactly. And when she started to get to the place where she was playing stadiums, she had those really famous tea parties. Right, for her fans. For her for fans. The VIP for the VIP things. experience, right? And that comes from remembering that these fans are people. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And those relationships can't be on cruise control. Exactly. Right? So relationships being on cruise control, and this, I mean, you can obviously use this in your personal life, too. Having your, relationships, your personal life. <laughs> having your relationships on cruise control is ill-advised at best at best right so uh, how about create creatively oh yeah you don't want to have you you want to not be on cruise control creatively right and that means a bunch of different stuff for a bunch of different people right so songwriting Mm -hmm. maybe you want to reach out and do co-writes yeah with somebody oh i would i would i would change that and say not maybe well hey songwriting Reach out and do co-writes. You know what I mean? Here's, here's the thing. We all know people who, you know, Bruce Springsteen doesn't do co-writes. Right. Right? And so, not, you know, not that you're, gonna, you're Bruce Springsteen, but you might be. Okay, so Bruce, if you're listening, <laughs> you don't have to do co-writes, I guess. Bob Dylan doesn't do co-writes. There are, there are songwriters, there are examples right. of songwriters who don't do co-writes. And we don't know who the next Bruce Springsteen, Bob Dylan is out there, this, right? Right. But we do know... That especially early on, John and Paul were better when they wrote songs together. Right. Right. And we do know that there are all kinds of songwriting teams. John and Paul, John, John Lennon, Paul McCartney of the Beatles, in case you didn't know. <laughs> you might not know. They might not know. Okay, that's fair enough. Right? I just assumed that everybody would. I know. Okay. Like the Apostles. Right. So if you are already co-writing with people, shake it up and write right. a song on your own. Right. Yeah. Right. Oh, good point. Yeah. If you are have been writing with the same person for the last, you know, ten years, bring a third person in, see what happens. Yeah. Or write with another person, see what happens. Right. If that relationship feels like it can can stand. So you're you're advocating having an open writing relationship. <laughs> well, I, is I, what you're saying? I, it's one of the only open relationships I would advocate for. <laughs> yes. 
Not that I have a problem with somebody. Whatever. Hey, you do what you do, you, man. You do you. You have fun. You do you. you. Go ahead. I'm just gonna right? be careful about but it. But that can be that can do lots of things for your creativity, bringing right. in another voice. Right. Okay. So, what about image? Yes. Okay. Should your should your image be on cruise control? Should it just sort of happen? No. Right. I mean, I would say no. Yeah. You know, I because here's the thing, we, and we've talked about this before. You have an image. Yeah, absolutely. Whether you like it or not, it's, you have one. It's on purpose or by right. accident. Right. By design or by accident, you've got an image. You have one. Whatever you're wearing right now, look down. That's your image. That's it. That's the deal. At there least that's is. your image today. Exactly. And if you are an artist, if you're a performing artist, if you're a musician. I do want to say it's just look down only if you are, you know. If you're driving, don't do that right, right Don't now. look down if you're driving. Just, or if right. you're on the, you know, if you're on the treadmill. Probably not a good idea to look down. <laughs> You're athletic. <laughs> Your image is athletic. Look at that. Exactly. Um, no, right. But so that if your if your image is look, your image is just part of your deal. And it is. That's part of your aesthetic. And, and and remember that that what's really important when choosing an image is that you should look the way your music sounds. Yeah. Right. Right. So that if someone sees you. At, you know, at, at the grocery. Right. And then they hear your music. Right. It should sound like that guy they exactly. saw at the grocery. So I'm thinking of that uh, that young woman that we uh, follow on Instagram, Emmeline. Oh, yeah. Right? We, Emmeline we, Official. Go check her out. It's amazing. <laughs> Just an incredible, incredible talent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but when you see what Emmeline looks like, you In, immediately... Right, it still pictures you like, you know what I bet her music would sound like? And it does. And you hear this sort of cool jazz with this Old amazing time voice, jazz, and you're like, "Oh my gosh!" Voice, sounds exactly like guitar, you know, jazz we're gonna, music. We're gonna link to that in the show notes. Absolutely. Yeah. So, and she's got it right. She got it down. Yeah. And the, her guitar player. Yeah. Has it down. Absolutely. They look like what you expect them to sound like. Exactly right. Right. And that's not by accident. No. Right. That's, that's by design. That's by design. That's intentional. Prince. Yes. Right. I mean, we could go down the list. Every single successful artist yes. looks like what they sound Fleetwood like. Fleetwood Mac from Rumors. Look at those pictures. Look at those pictures. That's the record. Exactly. It's perfect. There you go. Uh, you Ozzy wanna, Osbourne. You Bark go, at the Moon. You want to go Boom. Randy Newman? Randy Newman. He looks like what he said, his That's music true. sounds like. That's true. It's perfect. You Metallica? Can say he doesn't, you can say he doesn't have a, an image, but he does. Yeah. Oh, right, right. Right? So right. I disagree with Karen Knightley in Begin Again. <laughs> right, <laughs> where she thinks he doesn't have an image. No, he definitely does. That's his image. That's yeah. his image, right? So, that's important. How about how about if you're talking about not having things on cruise control, you know, and not having that feeling of, I'm here, it. I did it. Where's my remote? And my peanuts. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> I love that you said peanuts. That's perfect. <laughs> what about your your instrument, right? Ding, does ding, that ding, 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 does that mean yes. that you get to stop practicing? Oh man, I love that. I, look, we could do a whole podcast about practice Easily. techniques. Easy, maybe we will. Maybe we will. Yeah, yeah, we'll do that at some point. Absolutely, because uh, I'm a nut about that one. Yeah, about trying different instruments. Try, learn a different instrument. Right. Learn a yes. different. I do this with engineering, where I'm like, I am so used to Pro Tools. <laughs> I'm diving into Logic. Exactly. Why? Because I feel uncomfortable, and I don't know what I'm doing. All right, exactly. Logic feels comfortable. Time for reason, whatever. Exactly. Yes. Just, just because being, sitting back, again, I wish I could 
I could do this visually visual. on a podcast, but leaning back in your chair like we are currently yes. is not how you want your career to proceed. Absolutely. You want to be sitting at the edge of your seat straight and excited. Right. Exactly. Ready to pounce. Right. So you, you, you need. it's important to keep pushing yourself yes. to be the best whatever instrument yeah, you know what, and and I love your idea of trying, you know, learning a new instrument. Yeah. this is just going to make you a better musician. It's going to make you understand your your primary instrument even better. Yeah, and you know what? I'm going to add to that. All right, if you are a musician, singer, um, DJ, singers are musicians. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm listing <laughs> kinds of musicians: singers, DJs, um, a producer who maybe does stuff where you do all stuff inside the box, yeah. and you're yeah. not you're drawing stuff. Yep. Do me a favor. Spend 50 bucks and buy a ukulele. <laughs> okay? Because I currently feel like... Adam's all about the Ukraine. I, I currently feel like... It has been actually for a couple of years. A couple of years. It has not... This, this, this sort of mild obsession has not waned at all. It has not waned at all. Because well, I, I got one like 20 years ago. And I was like, yeah, I could whatever ukulele. I play guitar, right. so fine. Yeah. And I started diving into it maybe two, three years ago. Yeah. It is the most underrated instrument. It is the most low investment, high return instrument ever. There you go. Right? You, three chords. Some of the chords are one finger, people. Exactly. So just get a ukulele. Learn how to play a ukulele. You never have to use it for recording. And it's a great way of not having your musicianship be on cruise control. And it, leave it in the corner of the room. Hang it on the wall. It right. reminds you not to have it on cruise control. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, you could have other pictures of somebody like crash their RV or something. Right. But right. probably the ukulele is better. <laughs> I like the so the, well, I love that because this is this sort of it's a it's a great segue into into the the other area that that I think is is overlooked, but still really important. It's, don't stop learning about your industry. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Good that point. This, this idea that you you've it, you've conquered it. You know, you had a minor hit, right? Or you had some successful touring, right? You've built a fan base. You know, your Spotify list. You know, you've you're up to. You know, I've got fifty thousand listeners on my Spotify. I've got one hundred fifty thousand. No, I'm just saying, if you oh, did, if you did, you get man. to that. Of course, I don't. I don't have anything on Spotify. I will. I will accept the you. podcast. I'll, t- I'll be your sound guy. <laughs> Do you sell your merch for you? I'll remember to thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you you get yourself to the point where you've got that. You're. It's important to remember that you need to keep learning the new ways of reaching new fans. Yes. Right. That just because you had some success doesn't mean you know everything about the industry. Absolutely. Right? So making sure that you're still doing the research, making still sure that you're still looking for new resources, that you're still you know, trying to find that, that new way to have a leg up yes. and to get to that next level, right? Or to keep yourself at the level that you're at. Right. right? Yeah. I mean, oh, you yeah. It's, you know, that's the great thing is that you, this is part of it is that this... People expect that, you know, well, I made it here, so I'm going to just keep it here. And that's just, you know, when you think about that logically, you know that doesn't work. I just got a good image of what, what your music career is like. You know those airport sidewalks that just go yes. by themselves? Okay, that's everybody else. Where you are in your music career is you're with them, but you actually have to walk. You don't have a belt, or your belt's broken. Okay, so in a music career, you're a musician, you, you have a music career, you got no belt. There's no automatic sidewalk. And if you stop for even a second, everything passes you it by. It passes you by. All right. So I like that. And you don't even, I think that you can even make it more uplifting and positive. Okay. 
You'll be in really good shape because you are (laughs) because you're walking. No, man, you are on that same belt. Okay, but you're on the left side and you're walking. Okay. All right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you're cranking through. You're cranking. Like you can be next to the people who have a career that are on that conveyor belt. Oh, I like this. That are still going. But if you keep walking on that on that conveyor belt you are going to go even faster than they are just don't be one of those people who passes people and smacks them with your suitcases right yeah because again don't be a jerk you know here's the thing if they're leaning into the left (laughs) part of the lane they maybe deserve to be smacked with your suitcase i'm just saying right so look the way you frame this whole thing is going to be very important too because it could (laughs) sound like what we're saying is so you should it's never you're never done there's no rest ever don't be satisfied (laughs) it's all hard work that's not what we're saying. Nobody appreciates it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we're saying it with a smile. Exactly. And, the, the and we're happy and we're happy about it. <laughs> You're never done. But you know what? Here's the thing. And no peanuts for you. <laughs> <laughs> no remote control. You know, maybe they don't maybe they have a peanut allergy. Oh, so you, I didn't even think right? about that. You have a, maybe you have a nut allergy. Okay, I'm maybe sorry. You you maybe you don't want peanuts. Right? You snack of your choice. Okay. Healthy snack of your choice. Healthy because the other thing you can't have on cruise control is your nutrition. You can't, or your, or your, your health. Your health. And, and people, you're like, oh, so what, no, I have to be in shape? Yeah. Yeah, you do. Are you a singer? Yeah. Yeah. You'll breathe better if you're in shape. Absolutely. Oh, you're a singer and you smoke? Oh, that's smart. <laughs> Quit. Yeah. Well, I like smoking. So? Yeah, well, you, you want to hit the notes or not? Right. I mean, look. You want to be able to hold that note? Here's the thing. I know for a fact if you smoke. At some point, you're going to hold a note, and you're either going to fall flat or you're going to scoop sharp, because that's what happens if you don't have enough breath control, and you can't possibly have enough breath control if you smoke. That's exactly right. Not possible. Thus speaketh the vocal coach. (laughs) (laughs) Listen to him, people. He knows of what he speaks. But, you know, look, it can sound overwhelming to hear that it's it's never over. Right. right? Yes. Oh, man. And that can feel really overwhelming. But, but Did you say whelming? Did I? He did. It's overwhelming. Okay. Well, that is how it's spelled. It has an H in it. It people. does have an H, and it's it can not be a silent that. H. It's not. <laughs> that can feel overwhelming. Better. Much better. <laughs> <laughs> but the other thing that's important to remember about this is that what we're talking about is we're talking about always looking for the way that feels satisfying. Yeah. Right. It isn't always about doing the same scale mode over and over and over again. Right. Right? That's why we, you know, Adam was talking about pick up a new instrument. Yeah. Try that. Yeah, exactly. Because that can be, that can bring you joy. Right? It'll certainly make you think about things in a different way. Exactly. And not having things on cruise control, you have to pay attention. Yeah. And if you're paying attention, you have the opportunity to have new experiences. Right. To see things in a different way. Yes. And if you're a creative, I love when you say it that way. <laughs> I was just going to bust on you for saying it that way. I, well, you no, know, you can tease me about it, but <laughs> no, I, 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 that's my new phrase. If you're a creative. If you're a creative. Not if you're a creative. If you're a creative. If you're a creative. I always think we should describe it like it's, like it's you got something. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You got the creative. He's got the creative. Oh, no. Oh, my God. He's my only son. <laughs> <laughs> Ma'am. Is there something you can do? <laughs> There's nothing. Just save some no money. No pill for that. <laughs> oh, no. Fix up the room. <laughs> Give him your car. Exactly. Just be nice to him. You paint the basement. So, so if you're a creative, 
you're supposed to pay attention and notice things and right. see things in a different way right. and help bring beauty and life and love. 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 Bring <laughs> <laughs> <Ring> love. <laughs> to the world. No. So if you're a creative, you're supposed to... Th- but love. Ooh, love. <laughs> if you're a creative, you're supposed to see things in a different way, have a different perspective. That's part of why we love listening to... A cool podcast. That's Absolutely. why we love listening to a new band we've never heard of. Why we love looking at it, watching a movie, or watching a cool show, right? Or or hearing a new band, our our favorite band's new album, where they've they're trying a different sound. They're working with a different producer. They're working with a different producer, or going back to a producer they worked with before. Exactly, all of it's good because as the as their job or has the option to be good. Right, it's not always good. It's not always good. You're <laughs> like, uh, is it? Is it? Is it though? <laughs> I don't think you can see sure about that. Yeah. <laughs> if you're if you're creative, you're bringing something to the table, right, for yeah. all of us to experience. Exactly. And how can you do that from the same bag of tricks all well, the time? And creating something for yourself to experience. Yes. Right. And the surest way to get bored is to do the same thing over and over and over again. Right. And how many keep... how many of you whined as a kid? Seriously, spaghetti again? <laughs> exactly. Right. Right. Exactly. Don't do that to your creativity. Don't do that to your, to your creativity. Don't Get, do that to your friends. Right. Don't do, don't that, do that to your to relationships. Your, don't do that to yourself. Don't do it to yourself. Don't do it to your art. Don't do it to your career. Right. And and the way to make sure that you are continually getting to experience that new mojo, that new juju. That it, new mojo. I love that. Right. Is to not have it on cruise control. Yeah. Right. To make sure that you are paying attention Yes, and intention. And intentionally trying something new, yeah. doing something that, that's outside your comfort zone, right? Or that's in your comfort zone, but it's a slightly different approach to it. Right, right. And, 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 and having your career, your life happen by design, yeah. by choices that you're making on purpose <laughs> right? rather than by accident. Choose cho- it. Don't let it choose you. Yeah. Oh, well, that's it. There you go. As you know, you are not alone in this. Remember, you got this. We got your back. 